Welcome to Launching Light, the podcast for lightworkers and spiritual entrepreneurs to get tips and inspiration to launch their light in the world via their sacred business. I'm your host, Coach Bianca from FuelYourMagic.com. Are you seeking ways to raise your vibe to rise in your business? If so, keep on listening. Welcome to the podcast. Today we have Morgan Fitzgerald back on to discuss self-care as it relates to mental health. In his introductory episode, episode number five, the topic of mental health came up quite frequently, but we thought it would be a good idea to have a whole podcast episode dedicated to the importance of acknowledging and addressing mental health, especially during times like these at the moment. Morgan resides in Melbourne, Australia. He's a corporate trainer, mental health and self-care advocate, and a spiritual healer. He works very closely with angelic beings and is a lover of tarot and oracle cards, crystals, and meditation. Be sure to check out his introductory episode after you listen to this one. The link has been included in the show notes. So without any further ado, let's get right into it. Enjoy the episode. Hi, Morgan. Thank you so much for coming back on the podcast. I'm so excited to speak with you today. How are you? I'm feeling great. I'm ready and raring to go. Great, great. So as you know, during our last conversation, the topic of mental health came up frequently. So we decided to focus there for our discussion on the podcast today. I already provided a brief introduction for you during the opening of the podcast, as well as a summary of our last episode together. So we can get right into it. Are you ready to go? I'm ready and raring to go. Bring it at me. Okay, great, great. Let's do it. Okay. So why is it that you are so passionate about helping others with their mental health? Look, I think I'm so passionate about helping um, others with mental health is because I know what it's like to suffer from mental health issues. Um, some of the things that I, I think I look back to my younger years up until I guess now, um, I had an irrational anxiety, um, depression, and I, I guess to some extent being my own worst critic. Um, there were the things that I found on a bit of a loop that really sort of brought me down. Now, until you've actually danced with these demons, um, you don't really know how heavy life can feel or can get. And for this reason, I I find that I'm so passionate about talking to people uh, about mental health issues because I know what it's like. I know what it's like to be there and not necessarily see a way out. I think also, I think there comes a lot of power uh, in in, in terms of talking to people and actually removing the taboo um, in, in terms of talking about mental health and well-being because I don't think we talk about it enough really um so that's sort of why I'm so passionate about helping others because I know what it's like to be in that sort of dance with a a, a mental illness I love the idea of taking the stigma out of discussing these issues that let's face it the majority of humanity faces in one form or another and at least one time or another in their lives you mentioned that you know what it's like to face mental health issues Are you willing to share some examples of your personal experience or struggles you personally face with your mental health? Yeah, look, I would really love to open up and and tell, you know, you a little bit more about it. Um, As I mentioned before, I I find that my experiences with mental health, and it can be so different for each and every single person, I will say my experiences were irrational anxiety and depression. Um, And when I start to actually look at what I had, Irrational anxiety sort of came about in forms that small things that seemed really unlikely seemed very, very real and very, very likely. 
So, for example, if I've made a mistake at work and I, and I, I have a, a chat with my boss and my boss goes, look, I know you meant nothing by it, but, you know, you need to sort of straighten up in the fly right. Um, maybe that's an Australian phrase, but basically means pick up your act. Now, I would then generally go home and go, oh my God, I'm so nervous. Will I lose my job? Really, at the end of the day, I didn't lose my job. Everything was going to be okay, but it still, it still felt really, really scary. Um, I think the other one, I think the one that I sort of suffer from on and off because I feel that mental health is like a monster in a cupboard. You can put it back in the cupboard. You can try and lock the cupboard, but sometimes it's going to come busting out. Um, the, the depression that I felt made it almost like on weekends when I wasn't at work, um, I couldn't get out of bed. I was so exhausted. I didn't find any inspiration to get up and go and explore which probably would have lifted my mood anyway. So that's sort of where I sort of fitted in with depression. And it, I think it's funny. I look back and I go, at the time that I was at my worst, so with irrational anxiety and depression, I almost had a, a happy face on, a, a fully functional version of myself that I thought was 100% what everyone else saw. And I actually feel that my journey with mental health changed for the better when I had a fabulous boss and I was at the time working in an executive complaints team uh, for a, a phone company here in Australia. And I was with her for about two years and about a year and a half into it, she pulled me aside and said, just saying no to social outings, your behaviours seem like you've got a happy face on, but I'm just seeing that you're not 100% happy or yourself. How are you going? What's going on? So she sort of pulled me aside and actually called me on my happy face, my fully functional self. And if it wasn't for her, I don't think I really would have checked myself enough to say, I think there is a problem. And I think through her support, she sort of helped me get back on the path of, of feeling a lot happier and healthier by seeing a counsellor, by actually starting, you know, spiritual training and mindfulness. Um, so I was really, really lucky to have a great boss. And, yeah, that's sort of where my story changed for the better. Thank you so much for sharing that with us. That was so powerful. It's a reminder to us all to be aware and open to others' experiences so we can offer our support when we can, right? You never know who you will make an impact on or help or make a difference in their life. The time we're living in is so stressful right now. And so every contribution counts, right? Totally. And the happy face that we all put on isn't always what we're feeling sort of inside. Mm -hmm. um, so the more that we understand people's behaviours or sort of look within, but also allow them to help look within, you might mm -hmm. be that boss that really helped me. So there's some power in that. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Yeah. And speaking about these challenging times, right? The challenging times that we're in right now, what do you think is the best way for us to focus on our mental health? That's a really good question because I think, you know, when I actually got the, the request by you to come on back on the podcast, which I'm so glad about. Thank you, Bianca. Oh, you're welcome. Thank you for coming um, I back actually, on. <laughs> I Look, I loved my time and I honestly think it was such a, a great topic to explore. So I'm honoured to be back. Um, coming back on, I actually wanted to do a little bit of research so I could talk openly, not just from my own experience, um, but more of a, a, I guess, a community or a collective, um, I guess, sense. Um, the World Health Organization website that I was actually looking at said that 
Fear, worry, and stress are normal responses to perceived or real threats at times we're faced with uncertainty or the unknown. Now, Bianca, let's think of it. How much of what we're going through as a collective, not just you there in the States and me here in Melbourne, but all over the world, how much are we actually going through uncertainty or potentially unknown? It's all unknown right now. <laughs> yes. We're so in we're going territory. Things, <laughs> for sure. So we're, we're starting to actually realise that, you know, we have fears of contracting COVID or working from home, e.g., you know, fear of new working conditions, mm-hmm. social, uh, social isolation. Uh, oh, I can't even say that one. Social isolation is a really big one too. Now, sort of your question was all about how do I cope and what sort of advice would I have? The best things I find that help me um, to slow down, to go within, to put yourself first. Right. Now, human conditioning, I think for me, and I look back at the, when my mental health is probably at its worst, um, human conditioning was saying I had to be busy or doing something, always looking without of me, outside of me, um, for that response to say everything's all good. But I think it's almost the, re- the reverse that we're going through. I think we have to look within and take simple steps of self-care to actually um, check in with ourselves. So this could sort of look like, you know, getting up of a morning, jumping in the shower and going, how much energy do I have today? That, that's a really big one because it's one I do every morning. I'm jumping in the shower um, and I'm starting to go, okay, if I'm sitting at a seven, I'm feeling pretty good. So I can go about my day um, with ease. If it's a lower end of the scale, I start to go, all right, so then I have to do things like meditation. Um, I need to make sure what I'm eating is going to nourish my body. So that's one of the benefits of, of checking in with ourselves. Um, the other thing I've actually noticed that I think really helps is listening to your body. So if your body needs sleep, if you need more sleep, then sleep more. If you need a little bit more food, have some, have some more food. Like last night I had pizza. I loved it. Pizza is my happy food. It's almost <laughs> like I'm Garfield and it's lasagna. Um, <laughs> pizza makes me happy. So sometimes if I'm having it a bit, bit of a rough day, I can then go and order pizza and have it delivered and, and just feel better. So listen to what your body needs. Um, I will say the biggest thing I think I've learned personally through this sort of interesting world time that we're living in, um, when was the last time you reached out, Bianca, to a family or friend to talk about how you're feeling? Mm, that's a good question. I'm a very, yeah. um, I keep to myself a lot. So yeah, I don't like to burden people with my feelings. And I know that that's the crux of it all, right? That's very dangerous. Sure. That you don't want to share your feelings with other people. You don't want to burden them with your feelings. I know it's important and that's something that I do have to work on. Yeah. So we've gone through two steps already. So obviously checking in with your energy and giving your body what it needs. But we're thinking about a, a, a life now in a time where we're socially isolated, mm-hmm. we're virtually connected, but feeling more alone than ever before. I try and think about it this way. If I'm feeling really low end, so if I'm checking in with myself and I'm sitting up between a one and a five, normally I would go, I need to call my mum, I need to call my best friend, I need to have a chat with my housemate. Mm-hmm. But I find it reaching out and having a chat to someone and being open and honest about how you're feeling can sometimes be a really beautiful cure 
for sort of what we're going through because the, we're not going through this alone and everyone's probably having that same concept or feeling that they don't want to burden anyone with their own feelings. Right. But when you start to open up the communication, how powerful is it Two people going, you know what, I'm struggling, I can't really use a hug. Oh, me too. Right. And, and you start to go, I'm not in this alone. So exactly. talking, talking to someone is, is a really big one. So whether that be a friend or family member, a counsellor, that's a really big one. Um, talking to someone is, is probably the, 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 the cherry on top of the um, self-care and the advice that I would give Pi. Yes, definitely, definitely. Such great suggestions. The common thread that I see throughout your response is connection. Connection to yourself, your body, how you feel emotionally and physically. Connection to your loved ones and your colleagues and your friends. You know, we're social beings and we need that connection, right? For sure. 100% agree. Yeah. So speaking of connection, my next question is, do you feel that connecting with our angels or spirit guides can help us work better with our mental health challenges? I definitely would agree with that. I find that, um, you know me, I have very, very good relationships with my spirit guides and my angels. Um, And I know that when I go through a tough day and, you know, I'm feeling alone and I'm trying to do all the self-care that I can, knowing that I'm not alone in my struggles helps me greatly. So I kind of look at it this way. We're never alone. We've always got a friend, a family member, a counsellor, or potentially our angels or our spirit guides to support us. So to actually hear our spirit guides and angels, I know what I have to do. I think that sometimes, even though we're working from home, even though we're just as busy as we were before, potentially, um, I know we have to slow down and go within. Um, now, being still in our mind is, is, is where I normally connect with them. So meditation's a big one. And I, I just know that when I connect with my angels and when I connect with my spirit guides, even the universe, no matter what you call it, there's a higher power that always has our back. Um, when we actually start to connect with them, you know, messages of love, messages of support, encouragement definitely come through. And I think that's why it's so important to go, even though we're doing all the physical things with our friends and our families, we're still thinking about our spiritual bodies and our sort of our energy bodies and connecting with our spirit team above who love us dearly. I totally agree with knowing that you're not alone definitely helps. Definitely, definitely. So let's bring it back to self-care. Do you think there is a connection between your self-care and your state of mental health? Most definitely. I kind of think of self-care and mental health as one in the same Mm. because the more you actually fill up your own cup, the more your mental health and your physical health sort of is on a a, a steady platform. Um, And I, I think it's interesting that... The world in, we, in which we live focuses on roles we play. So, for example, um, you know, it could be I'm a partner or I'm a staff member or I'm a mother or a father. Um, the roles that we play mean we have to look after other people. And in the crazy, crazy times that we're living in where we're having to really look outside of ourselves to look after other people, self-care brings it all back in. So I would say self-care... I think has this almost, um, I would say it's almost, I'm trying to think of the words. It almost has this perception that it's, I guess, uh, selfish Mm -hmm. or luxurious or it takes a long time or it takes a lot of money. 
we try and go, no, 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 I don't have that. I don't have that time. I don't have the money. I'm too busy looking after other people. Do you sometimes find that, Bianca? Oh, definitely. I think all of us yeah. do it. Yeah. So if I was to say that self-care could sort of balance out stress or anxiety and make you feel more, more happy and resilient, um, and it doesn't have to take anything more than, say, five or ten minutes a day, it's always nice to have more, but five or ten minutes per day, um, it, it, it's something that is a lot more achievable. And it's 100%, let me call it out, it's 100% okay to look after others, but it's also 100% important to look after yourself. Mm-hmm. And I kind of think of it, have you ever been on a plane, Bianca? Oh, definitely. <laughs> uh, where did you go recently? Let's get excited. Uh, I think, what was the last place I went? Las Vegas, I think. That's exciting. <laughs> um, do you remember when you jump on the plane and the, the lovely hostesses actually do the safety briefing where they go, in the case of an emergency and the plane's going down, you want to make sure you put on your own mask before you put on other people's? Right. Yes. Self-care is very much that for me. If you are not feeling good, if you're not feeling grounded, if, if you can't 100% feel happy in your own skin, it's the same principle. You look after yourself, you practice self-care to fill up your own cup, and that's when you then can be the best you that you can be to support others. And I find that my mental health that we sort of talked about earlier got so much better about um, or, or sort of after um, me practicing self-care on a regular basis. I find it really interesting that you mentioned about the roles that we play in our life, because sometimes I feel that we put an exorbitant amount of pressure on ourselves to live up to expectations, right? To fulfill the roles that we play in life. And, you know, we forget to include ourselves in the equation. I think that's, that's what it comes down to, right? You know, and that's so harmful and so detrimental to your health, right? I mean, your overall health, not just your mental health, but in all aspects, you know, so we have enough outside stress on our lives. We don't need to add to it with, you know, unreasonable expectations that we put on ourselves. I mean, it's, it's crazy when you think about it. Yeah. And I, I look, I think of it this way. I remember reading this really fabulous and interesting article about what do the most common trends, what are the most common trends for people in the public eye? And one of them was self-care. Mm. Um, I remember reading about Beyonce and Beyonce's number one tip for staying on the top of her game, no matter how many people looked to her, no matter how many people she was performing for, was making sure she did something every day that sort of made her feel happy, whether it be having a bath, whether it be having that extra hour of sleep. People like Beyonce, Michelle Obama, all of these really beautifully put together um, people who are in stressful situations remain at the top of their game because they put themselves first. So no matter what their role is, take some time to practice. Hmm. So speaking of stress, how can self-care help us all during this stressful time? Look, there's so many ways I think self-care can help us through this stressful time. Um, I find that self-care can be really um, broken down into simple things. So I find that the three things that I'm just about to mention are what works well for me and it might not work well for everyone. Mm-hmm. So, so say, for example, sleep. If I'm sleep deprived, I generally find I'm more irritable. My anxiety is worse. Um, my depression sometimes flares up if I don't have enough rest. So making sure that I get enough sleep um, is, is a really big one and it's so functional. It's so straightforward. 
Mm-hmm. Um, when I start to think about food, um, I find it when my, my, my mental health was at its worst, it wasn't, it was mostly because I, I wasn't eating on a regular basis. I would eat larger meals less often. When I started to eat on, on a regular basis and, and start to think of food as nourishment and have it a little bit more um, regularly, um, mm-hmm. I noticed that my moods became a lot more stable and, and the way I'd handle stress was a lot better. Um, and I will say, you mentioned it just before about our spirit guides and our angels. Spiritual um, connection for me on a daily basis is a really powerful one because I find that when I don't connect with, with my spirit guides or angels, um, I find that I get bugged, bogged down by muggle problems. Mm-hmm. Would you know what I mean by muggle problems? You can explain what your definition of muggle is in case the listeners don't know what a muggle is. I, I know what a muggle is. Muggle for me is very much, you've seen the, the movie Harry Potter. Mm-hmm. A muggle is, they have this concept that muggles are very much human. They act human. They get bogged down by human problems. Mm-hmm. So when I'm talking about spirituality, I realize that there's a duality in the world. So I'm not just a human, but I'm a spiritual human. Mm-hmm. So I find that muggle is very much getting bogged down by the sort of, I guess, dribs and drabs of the problems we all face. Right. Does it's that like, sort of sum it up? Yeah, that's like the mundane versus the magical. Yeah. <laughs> and I find that if I don't get enough of that time, whether it be sort of meditating, connecting with angels or spirit guides or using my um, tarot cards or oracles or pendulums, I find that I get bogged down with the muggle problems. Mm. So I will say the small things that I've just mentioned, so sleep, food, and spiritual connection, uh, my forms of self-care. If I would say the people who are listening to this podcast can think of even just three, you'll find that your resilience, your sense of self, and your happiness will be a lot more even keeled. So it's going to be a lot more balanced in the stress that we're going through. Yeah, definitely. So grounding is important. Stability is Mm -hmm. important. Balance is important. Spirituality Mm -hmm. is important. And having an approach that can get that all in in a way that works for you, right? So, you know, and I Mm. totally agree that self-care doesn't have to cost a lot. I mean, most of the stuff is actually doesn't cost anything. (laughs) Sleep doesn't cost anything. Breathing doesn't cost anything. You could do breath work Mm -hmm. and that can help you. Meditation is free. (laughs) I mean, it's a a conscious effort. Yeah, it's totally a conscious effort. Mm -hmm, Definitely, definitely. So to me, it's like, it's all about finding the right practices for you that you connect to and you will consistently do because it's enjoyable and it fits with your lifestyle, right? So, Mm -hmm. you know, that can be a challenge to find the practices, um, the practices that work for you. Now, I know this is your area of expertise. So can you tell us a little bit about your new self-care offering that you got going on? You know what? That's great. I, I love that the way you sort of uh, edged into that. Um, so my um, offering is the Facebook page Self-Care with Morgan. Now, this is a, commu- a completely free page that um, every week I'm going to go live to talk about self-care, to offer free meditations, to have guest speakers, um, some really cool people from across, across this planet that we live in, talk about, you know, what is self-care for them, what they do, how they prioritise it. Um, even last night I got creative and have you got a Spotify account, Bianca? Yes, I do. My podcast is well, on there too. <laughs> there you go. Perfect. Um, 
I last night created to go along with this week's meditation, which is a grounding meditation, um, a playlist which is based in nature and it's very relaxing. So it's a good sort of way to put some relaxing sounds on. So the things that you'll get from the Facebook page, Self Care with Morgan, is all about putting yourself first, thinking about what self-care looks like to you and involved in that is offering um, some check-in services um, for people to pay $30 Australian to have a meeting with me, mm-hmm. which allows me to sort of understand what makes you happiest, what makes you tick, what makes you inspired and happy, and then put together a self-care plan to actually make you feel more resilient and, um, I guess, tough mm-hmm. um, in, in times of um, great stress. You've actually gone through it recently, didn't mm-hmm. you? Yes, and I loved my session with you. I really Tell did. me about it. What, yeah, what did you think? I loved your self-care check-in. I, I thought it was awesome. Um, it was straight to the point. It, it's just what I needed personally because, you know, I needed to shake things up and try something new, you know, like get out of a rut, you know, how people like do the same things over and over again and it's just not beneficial to you anymore, but you just do it out of habit. You know, so when you have somebody else looking at, what it is that you're doing and offering suggestions of what you can introduce. It's, it's very, very helpful, you know, and I got excited again for engaging in my own self-care, my own self-care practice. So thank you for that. Thank you so much. That's okay. And I actually think it's really interesting. I was so excited to have you in to do a self-care check-in because we actually took into account your astrological profile Mm-hmm. Um, I, I checked in with your spirit guides with, with consent, obviously. Right. Um, and I actually gave you the chance to actually do a questionnaire, which helped to get to know you better prior to actually um, meeting. How did you find the questionnaire? Oh, it was very, very simple. I actually like that because you sort of know what to expect when you come into the session, you know, what's going to be focused on. So I like that almost like a preparation for it. You know, a lot of people, when they, when they go to meet with somebody, they don't, they're a little bit nervous because they don't know what's going to come up. But the questionnaire sort of like entrained you to sort of know what's coming. Um, yeah, I, I enjoyed it. And it was very simple. It only took a couple of minutes to fill out. I will say I loved having you in there because I will say that the, the sessions that I, I want to do for people, the ones that, you know, are a paid service, um, basically are for people who have lost their sparkle and feel a little bit low energy or stress. So it allows them to check in with, with a guide being me. Um, but also the, the offering is all about the Facebook page. So there'll be lots of freebies on there, meditation, Spotify playlists, uh, free Oracle readings occasionally as well. Um, so that's sort of what I'm offering at the moment. <laughs> so you mentioned, yeah, that's great. The whole offering is great. I, I loved it. Um, you had mentioned that you got in touch with my spirit guides and my angels with permission, of course, you know, mm-hmm. um, I would love to bring it back to the angels before we wrap up. So okay. um, my question is, do the angels have any messages or advice for us to help us get through these trying times? Yeah, look, I would say that the angels definitely do have a, a, a very loving yet honest messages uh, or message for all of us. They, in essence, told me and all of us that everything's going to be okay. Mm-hmm. Um, for so long, the earth in which we lived actually had its fair share of ups and downs, um, but it's only since COVID-19 that we've actually been able to see it clearly. So the ups and downs are a lot more clear and visible to actually see. Would you sort of agree with that? Yeah, sure. That's what's so scary. <laughs> mm. <laughs> we're actually we're, witnessing everything we're now, now. Yeah. 
yeah, we've got our face pressed against the window watching everything. Um, so the three things that they sort of really wanted to point out was um, sometimes it can feel like we're alone. They asked me to remind everyone that we are never truly alone and all we really have to do is ask for help when we actually need it. Now, just know that, you know, the world is a very loving space and, you know, to know that we're not alone definitely helps to put my mind at ease and hopefully it helps others. Um, the other one was they mentioned that um, the change and disruption caused by COVID-19, which really impacts our, our normal lifestyles, are actually for a reason. Um, now, people react in many different ways to change and disruption, but the best way to shift our mindset from fear and lack is to understand this change is giving us all new options to grow and evolve. So say, for example, even though we're going through stress, even though we're going through fear, um, say, for example, me in my corporate training job, I now get to run not only my corporate training, but I get to run training that allows people to meditate during training um, to actually talk about self-care. And it's actually creating more opportunities to talk from the heart opposed to just, you know, ticking off a list of, of what is functionally there. So there will be new ideas and new ways of thinking and new opportunities on the other side of this. So just keep the faith that everything will be okay and that the, 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 the crunchy trying times that we're going through are for a reason. It's going to be a new world with new opportunities. The third one that I got was love is, the, the, love is essentially the key. Now, just remember that while we're all stressed and while we can all sort of feel overwhelmed, um, we're never alone. We, we've got our angels. We've got our spirit guides. We've also got our family members. So if our lives have suddenly slowed down, the reality is this. We now have the opportunity to connect and talk to our loved ones. You know, we can say, I love you and know that, you know, we're not alone in this. Um, so, you know, love is key. So love for ourselves, practicing self-care will help balance out our stress and make us feel more resilient. But love for others will help kindness and compassion on the planet in which we live. And that's a really important thing. Such beautiful messages. Thank you so much for sharing that with us. And I really do believe that that's true about you know, we're going to start living more from our hearts than our heads. I think that's the sure. switch right there. So yeah, definitely, definitely. even if, even if you think of it this way, if you, you've been in a job that has not been fulfilling, mm -hmm. um, this new way of thinking, new way of working means that ultimately we get to do what we love and start again. We just have to be brave enough to do it. Right, right. Definitely. So do you have any other parting words or advice that you would like to share before we sign off? That definitely. I will say let's, get all back to basics. Um, so, you know, sleep, eat, talk to each other, treat each other with love. So the basics, mm -hmm. um, self-care, practice self-care. Self-care is sexy. And just like Beyonce, treat yourself, actually make sure your cup is filled up before you look after other people. That will definitely help you feel a lot better. Um, don't isolate yourself, even though we are in isolation. Um, don't isolate yourself, pick up the phone, jump onto Facebook Messenger or Zoom or whatever your chosen method is, reach out to your loved ones because, you know, we may be isolated but we're not isolation or in isolation. Mm -hmm. And also try and remember that there is always a higher power that has our best interest in heart. 
I think that's a really big one because the more you realise that what we're going through, it has your back. Um, I think that's a really powerful thing. Mm, so true, so powerful. Thank you. Thank you so much again for joining us for our second time on the podcast. Um, I appreciate you so much and, and the light that you bring to the world. Thank you. Thank you. And and for your work as a mental health advocate and as a self-care advocate, um, it's so important. It's so needed in the world right now, now more than ever. So thank you. Thank you so much. It's been a pleasure. And I honestly, I love, I love to see what you're doing on this podcast. And I honestly think that your beautiful voice definitely makes me feel a lot uh, more connected to something. On days I feel alone, I'll chuck on your podcast and actually Aww. be entertained. So thank, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I appreciate that so much. Thank you. Thank you for joining us on the podcast today. And thanks again, Morgan, for coming on. I love chatting with you. I love Morgan's vibe. And if you do too, give him a follow. Check out the show notes for his contact information and for the link to his previous episode on Launching Light. Join me on the podcast next week where you'll get more tools and practices to help make your business as magical as you are. Now get out there and launch your light. Have a magical week.